This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. This is a Flash Film Media podcast. Gotta go random sometime and just jump on here just to see who who really on the notification squad. Um, as you know, I I am the king of random lives, and I like to do random lives because sometimes I have stuff that's on my mind, and I need to talk to my peoples. So randomly we jump on here and we go into a little detail about things in the industry because hey this is my passion and i like to talk about it a lot so today we got a few questions from some people in our facebook group and i like to answer these questions straight up so for those who uh who tend to have some questions right now is the time and the place for us to shoot and go for them what's going on everybody um get your questions ready Cause I got a few I want to answer. I want to talk about. We're not going to talk a whole lot about the R5 and the A7S3, but we will touch on it. Andre Woods with the first super chat of the night. I'm watching the founder right now in the process of everything. The founder is a great movie, bro. It's a really good movie. It's a dope movie. But before we get started, we got to roll this intro. We got to let people know what's up. So let's roll the intro. You're listening to content and cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. For those who don't know and the people who this is their first time on the channel, my name is Ty Turner and this channel is for those who are looking to turn their passion into profit, those who are photographers, videographers, podcasters, content creators, that's looking to get that bag. You can go other places to learn how to change your grandma eye colors. Here, we talk about how to get that bag, and that's what the topic of discussion is today and every day. All right, so let's, you know, let's go over a few things. Dream Vision say we need that new that new intro. We can't rock the new intro yet. We got to rock this one for at least a year. Um. The market sales waiting on you to go live again so I can see that discount code to buy some some more contracts. Let me get that discount code on the screen for you before we go into before we go into the business. There you go, bro. On the screen just for you. All right, let's talk about a few things. Let's talk about a few things cuz somebody posted a question that I thought was a really good question in the group today. Right? In the group today. Friday night. That's what's up fun film. I got you back there still. You see, well, let me move this back just a little bit cuz audio is not as important. It's showing off the fun film clock back there. There you go. Boom. Just a little bit for you. I got you. Um, there was a question that was asked in the group that I thought was a pretty decent question. I thought it was something that we all run into and we need to talk about a little bit. So Mara, which I want a big shout out to my female, female viewers. Cause I don't have a lot. It's literally like two, 3%. I'm trying to get that up. I ain't, you know, I'm, you know, I'm working on it. You know, maybe I should talk like this. Maybe my voice is just not deep enough. And if I hit him with the Barry White, the, you know, maybe maybe I just need to go with a deeper voice. Friday nights, we should, it's deeper voice night. So, yeah, let me just talk like this. Anyway, um, she asked a good question, right? 
She said, I recorded a video for a client, sent it back to her, and she ended up not liking her teeth. She wants to put the video on hold, um, whatever that means. Do I offer a re-record um, and charge her? What's the best solution without being mean? All right. All right. Let's talk about that. Let me go over. Let me, let me read that one more time because there, there are so many jewels. There are so many things to get out of this question. And I like this question so much. I was sitting there reading it like, you know what? I'm not going to type a response to that. I'm going to go live and talk about that. So let me talk about it again. Let me say it again. I recorded a video for a client, sent it back to her, and she ended up not liking her teeth. She wants to put the video on hold, whatever that means. Do I offer a re-record um, and charge her? What's the best solution without being mean? Okay, let me be very upfront and direct and keep it 100% trill with you on this one, right? Being mean is not an option because this is not, it's just business. It's, it's not, don't tie anything emotional to it, right? Her teeth. Okay. Let's, let me take the, let me take the nice approach. This is why, let me take the self-reflecting approach first, right? This is why I always tell people to invest in a director's monitor or allow the client to view it on site. That's one way to overcome situations like this, right? Still, it, let me be real with you. It ain't got nothing to do with being your fault. It has nothing to do with being your fault. A director's monitor or some sort of monitor or allowing them to view it back and something bigger than the screen that's on the back of your camera will allow clients, it, it will save a lot of this from happening. And there are a few things you should be doing to prevent this from happening, right? One, and it's something that I preach about, I talk about because this is, this is a contract situation. This is a situation where your contract will make or break you, right? Especially if they put down a retainer. Usually you're waiting for the video to be finished so you can get the rest of your money. If they put it on hold because they don't like it, they can just go off into the, right off into the sunset and you never get the rest of your money just because they don't like how their teeth is looking. Now, Teeth is something that, man, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to talent, unless it's something major, that's on you, right? It's That's on you. You know, sometimes we do talking head shots of women and they're like, oh, my hair is not perfect. I don't listen. I don't know how your hair should be flicked and laid. And I don't know what strands should be where only, you know, that so. I would remind you to be conscious of that before we start recording. But if you sit down and we record for two hours and you're like, man, that piece of hair is covering my, yo, that's on you. Now your contract needs to back you up. If you out here without a contract, Hey, it's rough. Josh says people out here acting surprised. They still ugly in HD. Yeah. They, 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 they don't understand like this camera and this lighting is going to show everything. And that's why I try to, you know, I try to get a monitor so people can see it and they can see what they, what they look, you know, what they look like. We need a, you ugly contract. You right. Fun film It's buried in there. I'm not responsible for you being ugly. Let's just be real. Let's I'm not responsible for that. I'm responsible for lighting that ugly and capturing that ugly and 4k and delivering it to you in HD. Right. And that's why people screaming for 12K and 8K. That's super ugly. That's jump out the screen ugly. That's 3D ugly. That's you don't want to see ugliness on an OLED screen in 12K. You you you've been hung yourself. 
People uh, people will commit suicide if they see what they really look like, especially people who live with filters and all these Samsung cameras just making blemishes go away and all of that. You, you'd be hanging from a rope if you've seen yourself in 12K every day. Nobody, nobody is ready for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's ready for that. So... Josh says, John says, as a photographer and videographer, it's a part of our responsibility to make our clients look good. I agree with that to a certain extent. I, you got to understand we're talking about something that it's, it's different between having spinach in your teeth and you're not, you not being happy with how you look on camera when there's nothing wrong with you. As far as you don't have any lipstick on your teeth, you know, if I don't know that your hair, you don't wear your hair flipped up like this. This is, you looked at yourself. I don't know that you wore it flipped up like this. That, that may have been, that may be your thing. Who am I to come in and say, oh, you know, imagine if you sat down and a guy was like, yo, you, you here for the interview? Hey man, you need a lineup. Your line is way back here, bro. Your hairline start back here. You got the Stephen A. Smith. What's going on? That's not my job to do it, right? It's my job to make sure you are aware of what you look like on camera. That's that is your job that your job is not to make them look good. Right. That's not your job. Your job is to make sure that they are well exposed. The composition is right. And you capture as much of reality as you can. It's not your job to tell somebody they don't look good because that's your that's subjective. Right. That's very subjective. Here's a mirror. I don't even I used to bring a mirror on set. I don't anymore because everybody's phone got front-facing cameras. So I'm like, hey, go to your phone, take a look at yourself, make sure you're happy with it, we're getting ready to roll. Or I have a director's monitor that I have on set so that we can play back and they can look at it. Now, something like teeth, if it's something in your teeth that's totally different, then you're not being happy with, you know, I, I got a gap. My teeth aren't perfect. But I know what they look like on film. Some people just expect themselves to be perfect and get on, you know, and they open their mouth and, you know, it's from the side. And they know they got a tooth missing. And then you can, you know what I'm saying? Like people are like, oh, I didn't really want to. Those are things you can't control. Now, the problem with this is she's on hold because her contract don't stipulate the time frame in which this shoot is to be done. Her contract doesn't say, hey, we shoot it. First revision is due by this day. You have six business days to reply back or this video is finalized. That's the problem. Now a client can just say, well, I'm going to take my time and do whatever. You correct. Um, DaVinci Resolve have not only do they have noise reduction, but they have a beauty filter. There is a beauty filter plug-in for Final Cut Pro through Pixel Film Studio, which can de detect the face, smooth it out. Make the teeth whiter, make the eyes brighter. I don't use it because what you see is what you get. If you come here to find a supermodel, you didn't come here to learn. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know what I'm saying? So there are ways that you can help and do and do things, but it's not your responsibility. I mean, come on. like You got to tell an adult that, that's getting in front of the camera to, to look at themselves. <laughs> Somebody said the A7S 4 when it come out with fixed teeth. We're going to hey, you're going to start seeing some real smart algorithms and cameras in about eight years. Some real good AI. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but you, you got to realize that. You know, it's not your job to tell a grown person, hey, you're about to be on TV. Hey, you're about to be on camera. Hey, you need to worry about your teeth. Hey, you need to. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
it's nice. It's a nice thing to do, but it's not your, it's not your job. Um, and I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm just being honest with you. Like it's not, it's, it's, you know, don't feel bad. He said, Andre said, my TikTok is funny. I just signed up for TikTok. Um, if you go to the gram, you can see it's flash home Academy on TikTok. I'm gonna post some stuff on there. You know how it is, but, but those are things. So let me go, you know, how can you even tell someone they're ugly? All jokes aside, you can't, you can't tell people they're ugly. Um, in the real world, there's no such thing. I'm going to say there's no such thing as ugly people. There's just people that's not your type. I'll just leave it like that. That's the safest way. I tell people that I'm just, you know, they're just not my type. No disrespect. Because somebody is looking at you like, oh, baby, God, I'm just not. It's just not me. I'm just not, the, you know. But when you're working with clients, you know, your job is to make sure they don't have any lipstick. She don't have any lipstick on her teeth. You know, she don't got spinach in her teeth. She ain't got a, you know, a booger hanging out her nose while she's talking. And let me check my nose. Talking and flapping. Like, I got a big monitor right here. Right? I got a huge, I can say huge. It's a 22-inch monitor right off to my right. And I can see myself. So you ever see me looking over here? It's because I'm looking at my monitor. And I can see my monitor. You know what I'm saying? So now I have my camera here. So I know what I'm looking at. I know when there's something in my mouth. I know when there's something in my hair. Yada, yada, yada. So, I try to keep monitors on site so that clients can look at themselves. Um, and also the reason I like wireless stuff, like I got it over there. The reason I like the, the newer Hollylands and the reason I'm always doing a review for them when they got something new coming out, because they allow you to connect to an iOS or, a, or Android device. So now the client can download the Hollyland app and they can hold their own monitor and look at themselves and see what they're looking at. So for me, Again, I don't got to provide that. That's less I got to provide. And I can sell it as a feature. You can almost sell it as an add-on. That's something you can add on. Hey, we got a new feature where for $50, you can have the ability to view whatever our cameras are recording on your cell phone so you can see yourself. And that way you don't have to wait until you get the footage back to blah, blah. Okay, let's add that. That's a new, that's another itemized item you can add to your, to your invoice. So it's something to think about. I had a client get, this is John say, I had a client get Botox injections two days before the shoot. Half her face was still paralyzed. And she had, um, what is that? Oh, she had a residual black eye. That's bad. She had a black eye during the shoot. You better, and see, they need an, they need an MUA. You need to, that's somebody that needs a makeup artist. Um, they need a makeup artist. So, Hey, it is what it is. If we got to move the date, there's going to be a problem. That's why you, and, and these are things that clients do, right? Your contract needs to have a deadline of we're shooting on the 15th because you need to hold yourself accountable, right? We're shooting on the 15th, right? Seven days after that is what? The 22nd. You will receive your first draft by the 22nd. You will have until the 25th to send replies to, or send updates to that draft or, or, or request revisions. That's revision stage number one. Then you will, on the 25th, we will take two days to fake, make the revisions. So on the 27th, we will send you another copy. And then you'll have another three days to make revisions. So by the second, we're done. We're done. If we go off that schedule, um, if we go off that schedule, you're going to pay more. 
If you become a gold member, can you combine discounts from the membership plus to live? Nope. The gold member discount is is more than a more than a regular live discount. So you have to make sure you have that in paper because if you don't, this this poor lady, she's waiting on the lady to call her back. She don't know when. You know, now you got to hold on to eight terabytes of footage because somebody didn't like their teeth. And they hold up the rest of your money. You could be trying to pay rent by the first. You could be trying to do whatever by the first. You need the rest of your bread. Now you got to sit there and hold on to it because somebody is unhappy with something they knew before we started filming. No. I remember I had, I had a, um, we shot a video with a doctor and a doctor, um, they wanted to shoot it in their front lobby. And we shot the video at a doctor in the front lobby with, um, with uh it was a shallow depth of field right it was a shallow depth of field and the the doctor's wife was sitting down in a chair behind him at some point and she was drinking literally a coca-cola and she got up to go do something and left the coca-cola in the shot so in the background mind you if I if I'd ever told you about it you wouldn't have noticed but in the background on one of the chairs was the coca-cola and we we set up the shot. We got everything perfect. You know, beforehand, we weren't, we're trying to ask the questions and, and film it and make sure everything's good. We we didn't, we didn't see it. We didn't see it because she sat in the background during the take and got out and didn't bring it. Uh, and I'm sorry, it wasn't even a Coca-Cola. It was a water bottle. It was a water bottle. So she sat back there and took it with us, took it with her, um, and then sat back down one time and left it. And in one of the shots, it was back there. Now, to the naked eye, you can't really tell. Because we were shooting at F18 or something. It was very shallow, probably more shallow than this. Um, and, and one of the shots, you can see it in there. She knew what it was. And she was like, oh, we may need to come back out and reshoot it. And, you know, we got a bottle in the background. And I was like, I was like, no problem. We can definitely do that. Is, are, you, are you available next Wednesday? Yeah, I'm available next Wednesday. Perfect. I'm going to send you out a new invoice so we can update it to shoot on that day. Huh? Yeah, you want to add another day of shoot, right? We're going to charge you for it. Simple as that. People assume you got nothing to do and you're just one guy with a camera and you just, you know, you spend your day sleeping and playing video games all day. No, if I'm going to come out and reshoot it, I'm, I'm going to charge you again. Yes, it works like that. So often when you introduce the idea of a cost into that revision, You'd be surprised at how, oh, it's not really that bad. I didn't even really notice it. <laughs> Nobody I showed it to really noticed it. It's just me. Okay. Because I can come back out. I would love to come back out. Please let me come back out. Please let me come back out and reshoot it. But I'm going to charge you for a whole day rate. I'm going to charge you for that base. Bare minimum, you're gonna, I'm going to get that base from you. And it's going to be that base probably plus two hours. I would love to come out and reshoot it. That's how I, that's That's me. When you call me and you need a reshoot, I would love to come out and reshoot it. You know what? Yes, perfect. Let me send you an invoice. Huh? Yes. Let me get that invoice over to you, buddy. Hold that Hold that same energy you got. Keep that same energy of wanting me to come out there and reset up and reshoot. I got gotcha. you. We're going to get it right this time. Now, if you mess up, that's different. If you do something that's completely jacked, I get it. You can offer a reshoot. It's your time. It's your money. It is, it's, it's you, it's labor. It's a labor cost for you and your business. Something to think about. Something to definitely think about.
when you hire freelancers or contractors to work with you on a, on a project for your business, um, second comp, I can't even talk, second camera operator, BTS photographer, do they sign the contract every time they work with you um, or at all? Okay, I have them sign a contract every time. That's just me. Now, you can make the, if you know you're going to work with them a lot, you're going to work together for over the course of a year, you can edit the contract to say that. But I have them sign the second shooter agreement. If I've never worked with them or different projects, I have them sign it every time. Because I like to keep all the paperwork from one project in one folder. And I know that my second shooter agreement is there with all my other stuff. That's just how I like to stay organized. Now, again, if, if they're not a regular, if they're not a regular contractor for me, if they're a freelancer every time, contractors just once. They agree to these terms and conditions. So um, what do they say? When you do that, do they catch an attitude? No, they can't. I mean, I've had I've had some try. I've had some try. Some oh well, you just because I didn't. I, there's no way I would have known. I'm just like this. Hey, I would love to come back out and shoot that for you. It would be so you know. I it's business. Hey, don't take it personal. It's business. If I got to come back out there and bring a crew and reshoot because you don't like the way your hair was looking when you did your hair. I'm sorry for you. Where's that sound effect? That's how we roll it. Okay. Um, getting serious about photography. Please give as much advice as you're willing. Please give also, how should I price? Um, getting serious about photography. Okay. There's some things you got to think about first, right? Before we even go to price. Price is a big step and the evolution of being a photographer. And it's something I really wouldn't worry about yet. You need to understand the type of photography you're looking for or the type of photographer you want to be. Photography is as, is as general as saying, I go fishing. What are we fishing for? How are we fishing? Are we on a boat? Are we on a dock? Are we fishing from a plane? They're fishing from drones. Now I need more to it than that. I don't even know. Are you using a stick? Are you fly fishing? Are you fishing with a net? You got to know more specifically what it is you plan on doing in the world of photography. Don't ask for gear recommendations. Don't ask for pricing recommendations, website recommendations, where to look for clients, what you should even be, you know, thinking about doing until you, until you understand the type of photography you're looking to get into. You will buy a whole lot of bad gear and get advice, the wrong advice over and over again. If you can't, if you don't do enough research to decide that, I want to be a sports photographer. I want to be a food photographer. I want to be a portrait photographer. So that's what you got to figure out first. Then, then, uh, then you can get a lot of help. Um, if there's a gig that someone booked, if there's a gig that someone booked your business, but you can't do, you know, someone on your team that can, how much of a percentage should you take from the agreement? 10, 15, 20 or more. That's a great question. I'm going to answer it as soon as I finish my cherry vanilla Coke here. This video is sponsored by Flash Film Academy. I wish I was like, man, this cat's getting paid off Squarespace. Okay. Um, that's a great, that's weird. That's a great question. Hold up. I just hit the wrong button. All right, we're good. All right. So, um, for me, I have a business. I have contractors. My contractors make the same amount of money whether I'm there or I'm not. 
are you are you handing this job off to your friend or is your friend working for you? That's the difference. I don't really hand off a lot of jobs. I have contractors and I can say, hey, I need you to go cover this on this date. This is what you need. This is the information. See you later. They're still going to get their day rate. So I don't, it ain't like you're taking 20% and they getting the whole job. That's not how business works. That's how people who have not learned enough about business and it's a favor. That's how they do it. But, um, there's plenty of people that work for home Depot that's cutting wood for, for home Depot that don't get the price of what it costs to cut the wood. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of mechanics that's changing brakes. That's not getting the whole $200 to change a brake, whether or not the owner is there to turn the boat with them or not. They get paid what they get paid. Now, if you're passing the job over to somebody else's company, then that's, that's up for you to negotiate. But as a freelancer or a contracted worker, you're going to get whatever we agreed for your pay. You know what I'm saying? Like it, don't, it ain't like I'm a, if I get a $10,000 job and I can't do it and I got to send two people that, that I, that contract under me, I'm not going to take 20% and, and they take 8,000 and go do the job. No, they're going to take their day rate to go do the job. That's it. You work to get that client. You, you got the risk of you. You know what I'm saying? If they mess up, your company look bad. They can go work for somebody else. You take the risk. You got the client. You negotiated the deal. You were, you don't hand all that over. That's that's you don't do that. That's crazy. No, there's no way. You get people to contract you under a day rate. You pay them their day rate. They go do their job. Everybody's happy. That's how you do that. Um, can I make a proposal directly on Proposal Five? I'm thinking about buying your seven proposal template. I'm not sure if I can use both. Okay, so my proposal template is the visual side of it. You can you can use that on Proposify to make your propo- your proposal look better. Yes. So what do I think about digital media company? Um So you're a web developer, but I think having video and photos all in-house would be great. Um there are companies like AT&T and Google, like Google Google Plus um, who do everything in house like Google plus for a long time was hiring photographers and AT&T was hiring videographers so that they can set up your business website and send someone out to take your pictures and do your video. Perfect. I think it's a great solution. You're listening to content and cash, a flash film Academy podcast. Um, I think it's a real, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Really good solution. But you just got to make sure that you're a beast at photo and video. Because the web design part, I can set you up on a Squarespace page and you still need a dope, you still need dope video. You still need dope content. So HoneyBook and Proposal 5 would be a match made in heaven. I agree. I've been screaming that at them for the longest. I've been screaming that to them for the longest. Um, Michael in the Facebook group says, I am looking for a photography class that's accredited with a diploma 
or certification that's affordable. Any suggestions? Yes. Stop looking for a photography class that is accredited with a diploma or a certification. Stop it. There is no such thing. You can go to a college and get a four-year degree in photography. Or you can take the time to go buy a photography book or go buy photography courses like on LinkedIn Learning. I keep calling it Linda. That will help you become a better photographer. Do not spend $20,000, $40,000 to get a certificate to be a photographer. It will not help you in life, period. It will not help you. You know, I can print you out a certificate if you want to blow 20 grand. I'll be more than happy to go to my printer, fire it up, and print you out a certificate just so you can be a certified photographer. You can answer three questions. Do F2 or F16, which one let in more light? Where is your power button? And how do you put on a lens? Great. Congratulations. You're certified. Send me a check for $20,000 and I can print it for you. If you want to blow $20,000 on a piece of paper to hang on the wall. In fact, I'll make sure it's really big. It'll be like one of them publishing clearance house checks. It'll be huge. You can put it on your wall. It'll be a conversation piece. It'll be dope. Send me the $20,000. I will print the most. I will put like, I'll write your name in glue and put glitter on it and like shake the paper and like dust it off. So your name will be in glitter. Hell, I'll even get you a big frame for it. And I'll deliver it to your house for two easy payments of $9,999. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, wanted to start out producing videos, corporate videos, commercials. Um, been second shooter for a couple years. How do I go about approaching people to do free work so that I can build my own portfolio? Oh, man, that's a loaded question. Okay, it, it's really hard to explain it really quickly, but I have some videos that will help you. On the website, Flash Home Academy, there's a, a, a course that talks about how to get paid to shoot for free. It talks about that. There's also a course about how to create a portfolio. Um, that that definitely is the, the two courses I would look into most. Um, and then there's a there's a class or a video um, that I actually did my last live video that talks about base pricing on how to price. Keep in mind, keep in mind when it comes to customers, you can't just walk up to a person with a camera and say, this is what I do. And that's something that I want to, it's something that I hit on and I want to make sure I, 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 I tell you guys this. It's extremely important. This is why I tell you to you got to read business books, right? Because the consumer idea, consumer idea um, is that you can walk up to somebody, introduce yourself, tell them what you do, and then they'll buy from you. It don't work like that. Nothing in your life, no, nothing you've ever bought has ever worked like that unless you were getting peanuts at the, at the ballpark. Right. Your plumber, your 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 appliances, wherever you buy stuff, people don't walk up to you and sell it. They are wherever you look when you're ready to buy. So you have to build that trap and you have to make sure that people see you when they're ready to buy. Uh, Lucas say, hey, brother, love your channel. But I noticed one mistake from your last video about the A7S3. It's 15 stops, but only 13 stops usable of dynamic range, about one whole um Wait, hold, stop more than the black magic pockets. Okay, so the advertised dynamic range is 15.1 stops. I've seen two channels to test it, and they literally got 15.1 stops. 
Now, usable is subjective because usable, the two stops that people are saying may not be usable are in the darks. But when you got a camera that's that good in low light, those two stops become somewhat usable. Um, so until I get my hands on one, I can't say yay or nay. However, uh, I do know that that same test with the R5 produced about 11 stops of dynamic range. Um, so until I get my hands on one, and I can really say, hey, I got three levels of shadows in this dark area. And these are the three, the two or three areas that I'm talking about. I, I can't, I can only go by what um, Sony and Canon is, is saying. Canon is saying 13 for the R5. Sony is saying 15 plus for the A7S3. So, I, you know, until I get one, that's all I can do. Um, when you study photography at college, do they teach you anything about video? Nope. They don't. However, the principles of understanding light and exposure and composition are very similar, are very, they're, they're the same. That's the similar. They're the same. I'm going to tell you how I learned. I was a combat photographer in the army and I learned, they have a school where it's like a 52 week course. Um, no, I think, I think it was, it was like 48 weeks or something like that. Um, where they teach you photography and videography, two separate classes. And I'm going to be real with you. I thought it was going to be a breeze. I've been using cameras all my life. What's the problem? Point and shoot. Nah, bro. No. It was It was hard. It was hard. But it was worth it. It made me the photographer I am today. And I put it to you like this. If you wanted to go operate a tank, if you were a tank driver, your training was less than my training for photography and videography. Straight up. To be a medic to save lives was one-fourth of what I went through. Cause I went through the medic training first to be a medic, to save lives was shorter than the photography and video was shorter than just the photography side to be a certified EMT. So it's a lot to it. It's a lot to it. Um, you know, it's a whole lot to it. Somebody says, check out Jared undoes channel. I'm going to have to check it out. There was another channel that, that I seen two channels to push it to the limit. Um, so for photography, don't, there are some great photography classes out here. Don't go. I'm not saying don't go the college route because most universities teach really good courses. Although you can go through two years of fluff, English and math and crap that don't have nothing to do with nothing. And they're going to charge you for just to get to a year and a half of learning how to work a camera or understanding exposure lighting. I just, I wouldn't spend, I wouldn't go to a four year university to learn it. I wouldn't spend 70, 80, $90,000 to learn it. I'm comfortable spending 10, but not. It's, it just doesn't make sense. Um, Which would you recommend as the first purchase, the contract pack or the demo reel pack? Oh, man, this is too easy. Uh, con No, I'm sorry, the demo reel. The demo reel. Too easy. The demo reel pack for sure. Because if you can buy one contract and be like, okay, I'm just going to get the video production contract, the demo reel will change your pockets. The demo reel will help you. The demo reel will take you there. So, um, I'm taking corporate headshots from 125 to 200. Too much of a price jumps. One of my loyal nonprofit clients just hit me up and need headshots. I'm gonna tell you, my headshots start at 250. So no, it's not too much. I think you should go to 250. If you're, are you going to them? Then do a 200 dollar headshots and a 50 dollar travel. 250. That's that's what I would do. Now it depends on your area. Um, 
I don't think I would pass. How do you put on a lens? Red camera. I struggle. It's easy. Okay. Um, I forgot. I'm trying to build a website. And my last question, any advice on what should be on a portrait photographer's website? Yes, it should be detailed information about what you do and not just a bunch of pictures, not a portfolio site. You're starting a business. Your business offers solutions that involve content creation. You're not a picture guy. So you don't want to do a portfolio site. Get away from that. Okay. Okay. Good looking out from Florida. Good looking out in the super chat. Much love from the 954. Finally caught me live. I love Florida, man. I got to come down there. So, um, Alex says, did Adamus really help with the overheating on the A6500? Yep. Because the A6500 only heated up when it had to save stuff to a card, but when it just output through an HDMI, I was Gucci. Let me pronounce that name. Go. I want to make sure I got that right. Appreciate the super chat, brother. So, wait. And we got uh, Larissa. Good looking out on the super chat. I love my female viewers. I don't got much. I got to get them up. So, I got to get them up. I got it. That's why I try to keep the fade nice. So, you know, when the ladies tune in, they like, okay. You know what I'm saying? If chocolate is their thing, you know, if, if chocolate is their thing. All right. I want to make sure I got some of these questions. I want to make sure I got a few other things in the past, blah, blah, blah. I forgot to, okay, wait, I answered that one. I'm going to college now after taking pictures for 10 years. It's pointless. But I'm not paying. So, yeah, I, I went to school for digital cinematography. I didn't pay for it, but I was still mad. Still mad. Fun film posted something I didn't see. She said her super chat showed up, but she asked a question. I'm looking for your question, Larissa. Okay. If it's necessary for a freelancer independent contract to get an LLC. Um... No, those those two don't kind of go together. Um, LLC is going to be the business side of things. Those who work for you are going to need a freelancer contract. Um, and let me tell you the benefit of the contract for the freelancer, right? And let me make sure I got that question right, because I want to make sure that are you saying to get a contract through another company? A, a freelancer itself it's completely different than the LLC. Like you, it's completely different. A freelancer is saying, I'm going to do work for your business. A LLC is my business. And if I have an LLC and you come into me, it means I'm exchanging services for profit, for money. So we're exchanging funds for certain. It's completely different. If you're a freelancer or a contractor, you don't need it. Now, this is the thing. Freelancers and contractors don't make nowhere near what you would pay a business to do something. Right? It's just like you saying, I'm going to hire somebody to come spray my house for bugs. I'm going to hire Joe Blow down the street. He's a freelancer, a contractor. If I'm going to call and pay for Terminex, that's a company they need an LLC. You want to, uh, you want to have, you want to have your LLC together because you want people to hire you as a business. You want to be a consultant. You want to be a therapist for their content creation needs. You don't want to just be a camera guy. Freelancers are just camera guys, period. After potential client contracts, um, does your process flow go like this? Questionnaire, proposal, contract, shoot. So mine usually go, yes. 
um, questionnaire proposal slash contract. My proposals are my contracts because when you agree to what we're doing, you also agree to terms and conditions. So combine two and three. Um, I, you know what? Yeah. Combine two and three for three would be having the client sign off and making sure you, you give something back to the client saying, Hey, this is what you're saying we should do. You know, I, I have the proposal. I have the contract. It, it will be any pre-production or storyboarding if they choose to do that through you, then shoot. So number three would be pre-production storyboarding, shoot times, dates, locations, call sheets, um, whatever talent they agree on, um, things like that. Locations they agree on. Make sure you guys are good. Yes. Now let's set up the shoot date. Is my logo animation from Fiverr? If so, do you recommend a person? My logo animation is was not from Fiverr. I actually did it myself. All right, let me make sure. Uh, somebody said you saved my life. Thank you. Alex, good looking out. Josh, I'm in Michigan. I'm from Detroit. What up, though? Um, Looking to upgrade my kit, but can't decide on better lighting or cinema camera. I mainly shoot corporate films. Better lighting is always the way to go. Always the way to go. I can outshoot a lot of people with an iPhone if I have my light set up. Always the way to go. Media Smith say I'm out here looking like Albie. Sure, I ain't that light. You know, it's just a good light on me right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm real good in chocolate. I'm getting up. Let me make sure I scroll through and get everything. My wife wants to start a daycare. Should she get a DBA into my production company? Or does that even make sense? Nope. She should not get a DBA under your production company. Because if a kid trip in your daycare and they sue it, you're going to lose your camera. Nope. No way. It's totally separate. Let her get her own LLC and protect yourself. Because look, let's say she gets sued, right? And she went a million dollars. I'm going to tell you what smart rich people do. So let's say, let's say, let's say your company worth 500000 her company worth 200000 right? And her company gets sued. You know what I would do like rich people? I would immediately file for divorce. Hear me out. I would immediately file for divorce. I would have your wife say, you can have everything, baby. Take all the money. I don't care. So that when she get, if, if she is doing deep, if she got a DBA for the company and they're coming after her, it don't touch your assets. Now, it's that's a tricky thing to do. It's weird, but a lot of celebrities have done it. That's when you see celebrities get indicted and all this, and all of a sudden you see them filing for divorce, they're protecting assets. They're protecting assets. Now, if you got an LLC, they're going to come after that LLC and bleed that LLC till it's dry whatever. But what some lawyers are now doing is they're starting to come after both you as an individual, as a founder and after your LLC. Sometimes they get away with it. Most times they don't. But for me, legally, I'm keeping everything separate. Everything is separate. Everything separate. And then you have the way to get out. Can you hire contractors as a sole proprietary? If you're an LLC? Yeah, you can hire contractors with a DBA. You can hire contractors as a person. You don't, you don't need to be having an LLC as a higher contractor. Now, the benefit to it as an LLC hiring a contractor is you can write off the payroll tax. You can write off the taxes um, or, or the amount that you pay in um, labor. That's a write-off. So that's, that's what makes it better as an LLC. I'll be sure night and day fun. That's right. I can't sing, so I ain't even going to sing it. I'll hum it. Media Smith, good looking out for the super chat. I'm too dark to be I'll be sure. You got to give me somebody like. Give me Johnny Gill or somebody dark. I'll be sure it's super light. I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm like 
dark rose gold. I'm like copper. I got the good copper tone. You got to give me something like that. Fellas and ladies, go click the thumbs up. YouTube test this as a part of the algorithm. That's right. Give me them thumbs. Give me that thumbs up. Luther. I like Luther. I'll take Luther. I'm big Luther, though. I ain't skinny Luther. Skinny Luther was the people going through some depression. I'm the good Luther. The big Luther everybody love. Not the skinny guy. All right. Should I get my LLC as my name? And if I do, will my personal stuff be protected? Nope. You do not want to get your LLC as your name. Get your LLC as something that can appear as your business name. Um, because some, not Flavor Flav, for film you all code. Um, because some states require you to list your LLC on your business, as your business name. That's why you see some places are John Smith Photography LLC. Create a name and then create the LLC. I take Gerald Levert. I like that. Should I have an EIN under my LLC? Yes, you have to legally. That's right. 75 watching and only 19 likes. Hit that thumbs up. Good looking out. Good looking out for, for the people that represent and, and really come in here to help me grow this thing, to grow this channel. The more I can get this thing to grow, the more time and I can put into it and, and pump out content. 28. Okay, we went up one. I'm going to take a drink of my uh, cherry Coke here. And, uh, you know, while I'll give y'all a second to go ahead and hit that like button. All right. How do you professionally end a photo shoot when things go bad? Depends what bad is. Depends what bad is. Um, I end it by staying there until the time I'm paid to stay there and then I leave. Should logos be colorful? That's a great question. Depending on what color your brand is, you want it to be within your brand. You want it to be, you want it to be within your brand. You don't want to have an orange logo and y'all show a blue shirt. Black Magic Pocket 4K or A7S3? I told y'all that's a hard question. Um, A7S3, yeah. Unless you go Pocket 6K, then it's close. A7S3. Yep. I love my pocket, but I got to be real with y'all. I told y'all I don't I don't I don't love these bodies. I don't love them. I love my lenses. I marry the lenses, I date the bodies. I don't love them, bro. I told you I am I am you know, I told you I'm just going to be real. I'm not a I'm not loyal to nobody maker, to nobody. I don't be loyal to nobody. If it's not if money is not an option, if money is not an option, I'm going A7S3. Why? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. Nobody asked it. Um, a few reasons. Built-in autofocus. That's a big thing. Two, a flip-out screen. That's a big thing. Three, um, 14 stops. I'm sorry, 15 stops of dynamic range. 14-bit externally. That's crazy. Smaller, easier to carry. Put it in a bag. Take it on a trip. If I'm flying and I'm traveling, I want that little bag. I don't want that big bag. So, yeah, Josh, great answer. I don't need no snotty-nosed kids messing with my bread. <laughs> I'm out, though. I'll watch, watch on the playback. That's, uh, I'll look for you on the playback. Um, Every time I post a question, the chat, it gets a little buried. Rachel Max, let me see that question again. What flip-out flip screen? The A7S3? Has a flip out screen. After the Sigma 18 and 35, what is your favorite lens? Uh, that's, um, 70 for video, 
7200, F2.8, anybody, any any version of it. I'm going to say any version. Sigma, Tamron, Sony's. Canon's is cool, too. Canon's is cool, too. Have you ever made a video on specific tax write-offs um, looking for when running a production company? I have not, only because I have viewers from all over the world, and what may be great information for your county or state may put somebody else in jail, and I don't want them problems. We use external monitors. I know, I know we use external monitors, but flip out. I, I just, you know, I listen, I don't I'm not a fanboy to nobody. I've owned, like I said, Canons, Nikons, Olympus. I've owned a lot of cameras. That A7S S3 is over the listen, the only the only reason I'm taking the, the Black Magic 6K, the only reason that makes it tough is two things. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not even a 6K, because I can care less about that. I love Blackmagic's color science and I love B Raw. That's where they got me. But it's 15 stops of dynamic range, people. 15 stops is what you're getting from the Ursa. 15 stops is a lot. And it's 15 plus stops. So it's saying they got better dynamic range than the Ursa. And you're getting it, you're getting raw out of it at 16 bit. I gotta go that way. And it's little. And if it don't overheat, I'm I gotta go that route with autofocus. And low light that is second to none. I, I got to go that way. I got to go that way. I, I would be BSing you if I told you I wouldn't take that camera over, over a Blackmagic Pocket. The Blackmagic Pocket still has its place from filming a movie. Either studios looking out on the Super Chat. It still has its place. But for me to be able to lock a camera with a flip out screen, stand above it, turn it up, lock it on your face, and capture it with... A little bitty light, like I can take a little light like this and light my subject because the low light is so good. I can take a little accent light and now it's my key light because the low light is ridiculous. I, I cannot lie to you and tell you I would take a black magic. They, they didn't pay me. If I got a check from Black Magic to keep telling y'all yeah, then then it'll be different. But nobody's nobody's cutting me a check. So I'm not gonna BS you even if they did. Um, besides income tax, is there any, wait, is there also self-employment tax? How are LLCs with single or partnership tax? Okay. This is, you got to think about, right? This is the most important thing to think about as a business. America rewards business owners more than they reward people on the tax side of things, because you are the reason the country is moving. You create jobs. So you have more, there is more tax benefits and breaks for an LLC, an owner of an LLC than anything. That's why a lot of people start businesses and they move stuff around and hide stuff. And, you know, they'll put their cars under their LLC, everything because LLC owners or business owners get the most tax breaks. If you know what you're doing, you can operate as, as, as a loss for two years and be good. So depending on where you are, and this is just in America, I can't speak outside of America, but depending on where you are, you want to get a good tax person, a good bookkeeper that will, I don't want to use the word exploit, but that will take advantage of all of the benefits for you. I'm trying to find um, the question. Okay. There's some clients that like to exchange products or services like hotel offerings, three nights. I feel like I answered this already. Three nights in the hotel work. What type of exchange would you consider outside of money? Well, Hey, you know, Hey, you know, um, not much. 
Only the only thing that can help me is like exposure, connections, networking, get me around the right people. Um, that's really the only exchange I look for outside of money. I'm not. I'm not. It has to benefit the business in a way money couldn't. You know, because think about it. If I give you three days at a hotel, what's the hotel cost? Two hundred dollars a day, so six hundred dollars worth of work. And then you go and do your math and you're doing like $3,000 worth of work. Who winning? I'd rather you just pay me $3,000 and I'll just pay my $600 night stay, to be honest with you. So when, when looking for more help, should I make an apply page? It's Tamara Ags. Okay, let me tell you some places you can find help. HoneyBook. HoneyBook is number one. If you got a HoneyBook account, if you don't, if you got a free HoneyBook account, there's a community tab where you can holler at other photographers, videographers. Number two, Thumbtack. It's free to post a job. Remember that. You can post a job and get help from other photographers. A lot of freelancers on Thumbtack. Number um, three is um, Indeed. Indeed, post jobs for free. You can find great photographers. You can interview them at a Starbucks, look at their work, and decide or not whether or not you want to work with them. But that's what I would do. That's where I've gone and hired from, mostly Indeed. So let's see. Resolution isn't that astonishing when everybody's still watching things on the 1080p TV and computer. That's correct. And most people aren't even watching it at 1080p. Most stuff on your TV is 720p right now. It's only a handful of channels that you can watch 1080p. Even the 1080p you get from um, YouTube is compressed. So something to think about. Andre Woods, how do I find a makeup artist in my area? That is a great question. Facebook has groups of, for makeup artists, for photographers. Join those groups and post that you're looking for makeup artists in the area and try to get some certified makeup artists. Or I'm going to tell you an even better way to do it. I'm going to tell you a hack, a system hack right here. Listen up, get your pens and papers ready. When you go to the mall and you go to the, and you go to the makeup section of like JCPenney's or whatever, there's usually like a Mac section. You see girls in all black. They got the little brushes. They doing makeup for people on site. Ask them. They'll love to make money on the side. Ask them, hey, do you work on the side? I need a makeup artist. I'm doing video, blah, blah, blah. Go there. Or go look in the wedding section, like like uh, the wedding groups in Facebook, because there's a lot of makeup artists in there that are looking to do faces for weddings. Those are, those are a few great places to find makeup artists. I have some that I work with. I got three, actually, that I work with. I know their pricing structure. I can quote a price for MUA and I know what my profit margins are instantly depending on what you want, whether you want to just get a face done, you want them there for a period of time. You want to get multiple faces done. I know what my, my price is. I got a price sheet for it. So all I got to do is look on their calendar, see when they're available and just book whoever I want and they'll just show up. So that's, there you go. Ty, when you started out, was it just you? If so, how did you handle everything? I'm working full time, building this business. Not a lot of funds to spare. Just looking for some insight. Media Smith LLC. Um, I didn't sleep, <laughs> honestly. Um, let's see. I built everything from the brand up, right? And as I built the brand, I was able to accept jobs that really helped me. I was able to attract bigger jobs because at first I was doing a bunch of little stuff, filming basketball games and pictures of people in the park. And I was like, this sucks. So instead of doing a whole bunch of hundred dollar jobs, I built the brand to attract thousand dollar jobs. And then I can pick and choose what, what job I wanted to take. Some jobs, you know, if, if my pockets are hungry and my bank account was empty, yeah, I go get two, $300, two, $300. 
but I built the brand to look like a big brand so that I can attract big brands and then get bigger payments doing less work. You don't want to do a bunch of hundred dollar jobs. You want to do two or three ten thousand dollar jobs and relax. That's the goal. So to do that, you have to have the brand side together. And that is the part where a lot of people who say I'm a photographer don't think about. They don't have business cards. They don't show no value. They have no nothing in the brand side. It's just a portfolio website, a number, an email, and a contact us. And they think that they're supposed to people supposed to call them and throw money at them. And it don't work like that. So that's what I did. I built the brand. I went to business side. And that way I can attract companies that paid me what I felt I was worth. And I worked smarter instead of working harder. So, um, so dream visions, great question. He's asking how crucial is it to have a company, um, wrap vehicle? Does it feel right showing up in a personal vehicle? Okay. That's a great question. I'm gonna answer that in two seconds. Let me tell you what having a company wrap vehicle will do for your brand. It will increase the value of your brand, right? It will increase the legitimacy of your brand. It will increase how much you can charge a client. If Comcast has somebody show up in a Chevy Caprice to install your, your cable, you would be like, dude, I'm not letting you in. If you showed up in a Caprice with a ladder on it and a t-shirt, like, yo, I'm here for the cable, bro. Open up. Yo, you got that HBO Max? I got you, bro. You'll be like, dude, I'm calling the police. Right? When he show up in a uniform, you respect him. When he show up in a car that's that's wrapped or a van that shows, you know, information about the business, you respect him. So you feel comfortable paying that money. When clients see you pull up in a vehicle that's wrapped, they feel like we're getting this is a big company that's coming out. You think Terminex couldn't just send somebody with a spray bottle in a personal vehicle? It's all about the brand. That's a part of your brand. It's a very important part of your brand, right? People will instantly see that you have a van and you, and he getting out of a car. This guy's going to be way more expensive. I don't mind paying this guy because he's a brand. This is just homeboy hookup. People don't take you serious. I need people to take me serious, especially when they cutting that check. So Steven, good looking out. Um, thank you for the brand piece is useful advice for any business. I, I agree. I agree. Got to build your brand. Should I, how should I price certain video productions? If they have the budget and they can submit a budget. Nope. You have your prices. Listen, old school method is trying to find out what their budget is. New school method is having your pricing. This is the price for it. I don't give a damn how much money you got or don't got. This is the price for it. Period. When you go into a store, Walmart don't care how much money you got. They're not negotiating. They're not saying, uh, you got on Michael Kors. That's a nice watch. Toilet paper for you is $15, bro. You'll be like, what? Oh, you got on some, you got on last year's Jordans. You got, oh man, that's a Timex. Yeah. Your kid got on Spider-Man shoes. Um, yes. Toilet paper for you is going to be $4. You don't, that ain't, do you, would you trust that person? Would you want to do business with that person? You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you'd be like, dog, what is this? So have your price structure set. Last question pertaining to contracts and proposals. Do you present your proposal and contract through Proposify or in person? I always do it through Proposify because with Proposify, I can see when they're looking at it, what they have an issue with. I don't want to slide them a contract in person and be sitting there looking like, yeah, you just sign right there. You ain't got to read page six. It just, it just talk about 
because the, the pressure on them to sign it right in front of you is there. Plus, when you print it out, it's like 12 pages. It'll scare the hell out of people. So I like to submit a digital contract, let them sit and look at it. Um, I had an idea to, to barter promotional video for a rap from a local company, $2,000 rap. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. Do it. Do it. Tell them you'll give them a video every two years for a new rap. When you go to Walmart, you can't talk the price down, but you can take things out to make it cheaper. <laughs> if the price still not right, you go to a different store. Simple as that. I ain't talking about scratching dent. You can't break an egg and try to get it cheaper. Rexo Max, lately been working with clients for free. It's taking longer than I thought. People taking their time to get the shoes done since it's free. Sometimes weeks um, between interviews, B-roll. Any advice? Making sure it stipulates in your contract the time frame in which they need to shoot or you out. Make sure it stipulates it in your contract. Your contract needs to have that information. So that that is that is why it's great you're doing it with a free client so that you can understand Okay, this is what I need to put in place moving forward. Okay, I know I ran into this problem. Gotcha. Let me put this in. Let me do this. So that's something you need to definitely do. What do you do to go the extra mile for your client? Basically, how do you set yourself apart from your competition? I make my shoes fun. I make sure I have personality. I make sure my crew is laughing and joking and everybody's having fun, but we're getting stuff done. Um, I make sure that I am knowledgeable about their niche enough to give them advice that a regular camera guy wouldn't give them. That's why I said you got to live within your niche and be good. You can say small things like, hey, usually, you know, our videos tend to do better when you stand and talk with your hands more instead of sit and talk. Those are things that a regular videographer won't do. They'll just put a chair there and say, OK, action. You know, they, you, you got those are things you will learn as you gain experience in your niche. Now, if you're shooting 20 different type of companies, you will never be that good, you know, to really help the clients out. But when you live in your niche, you can easily tell them, especially in the, in the stage where they're planning it. You can, you know, there's certain, if you shoot weddings all day and you go to a wedding, you get ready to shoot a wedding and the, the, the wedding go from three to four and they got to be at the hall for the first dance at 4.30, instantly you know, hey, that's not enough time. We got to do pictures. We got to do this. We got to do pictures with the dad. We got We need an hour and a half in between the, the time from you to lead a church to the wedding so I can get those pictures. So you need to put something in place, maybe have a DJ play, maybe start food, something so that we can have this hour and a half gap so that I can get the pictures I need. You know, you know what the bride and groom will say? Wow, I never thought about that. You're right. I don't want to rush through the most important pictures of the wedding. Right. We still got to have mom and all the families stay by and take pictures. We need an hour and a half for that. That comes with experience. The inexperienced guy is trying to shoot all that in, th in 30 minutes. But the experienced guy is doing that. Fun film with his two dollar promise per live um, super chat. I'm going to need that earlier in the in the, uh, in the in the in the in the live chat so we can get the ball going <laughs> real quick. Let me. um answer a few more questions real quick. Should I research photography prices in my area in order to price my own? Depends what you offer. Depends what you offer. I'm going to honestly say it doesn't hurt, but don't match somebody else's prices. If you don't fully understand what they're offering, try to off, try to be hired, try to be reassuringly expensive. Try to be reassuringly expensive. Fun film with the makeup tax. Good looking out. <laughs> You want to be reinsurably expensive, 
don't research your competitors to see what their price is at. Research your competitors to see what they're offering to offer more value. That's what you got to do. You want to offer more value than what they're offering, right? When Cadillac compare itself to BMW, they don't com- they don't price compare. They compare value. We're giving you a 6.5 liter. We're giving you twin turbos. We're giving you leather seats and this, that, and the other. And with the BMW M3, you're only getting, you know, a 5.3 liter. That's what they're comparing. They don't care about price. Because you price it right and you offer a great amount of value, you can be priced at whatever you want if the value is there. People compete on, you can't compete on price. It's, it's, somebody's can always be cheaper. Um, what are you personally looking for in a second shooter? Um, and assistant you bring or has it, or has to be more of a good content they have. Okay. Real quick. I am usually looking for somebody who wants to go into business, right? Because the things I can teach them is more, more valuable than what I'm paying. I'm not saying I'm paying them rubbish. I'm just saying they're more somebody who's just there for their check. Like, yeah, whatever. I want somebody who's there trying to learn it, right? Because I like to teach people. I like to help people. I like to see people grow and they're going to pay attention to details. That's just something I personally personally look for. Ty, when you did weddings, did you set up lights for the reception? If so, anything you recommend as a decent um, that doesn't break the bank? Yes, Godox AD200s, Godox AD400s, Godox AD600s are my go-to strobes I love to use for photography. I still use them to this day. I love all the Godoxes. They're putting everybody out of business. Is there a good amount of video production companies in the city um, but have yet to find any that, that specifically do the one thing that includes corporate, which is why I'm focused on SEO. Um, why I'm focusing on SEO next to get, to get exposure. That's a great way to do it, but you gotta look at their demo reels, go look at their videos, their introduction videos, kill them there. Then do SEO. Make sure your video is killing their video. Then do SEO. Cause once you get in the bunch and somebody's looking at two or three of you guys, what's going to set you apart? What's going to set you apart? Your demo reel. Find out what they're doing. Kill them with, Kill them there. Your price won't matter. Your price won't matter. If you're confident in your work, you can show, you can show it in your pricing. Correct. If you offer value and you know what you're doing, you're correct. You can show it in your price. The, the, a, the well, A7S3 will probably be back ordered until Christmas 2021. I doubt it. Sony's pretty good. I walked in and got my A7R3 the day it came out. <laughs> Danielle says, uh, okay, I know I've been busy and it's been a while since the last time I'm recording, but what happened to the silver membership? I got rid of it because it, it, it created more work for me trying to create three levels of content. Now it's just gold and bronze. Gold get all the, all the content, bronze support the channel. It was just difficult making something for silver and gold, but not bronze, and something for gold, but not silver. It was just a lot. It was just a lot. Um, yo, the AD six hundred is fire. I've been using it, using mine for four years now. I love the AD six hundred. The Godox AD six hundred is the truth. dot com. It is. It is my favorite strobe, and I almost went and bought the what B ones and all these expensive photo lights that was like three, four thousand. No, almost fell for the Alien B trick no with the big vagabond box the big car battery you're riding around with to try to plug up these 20 year old lights no go get you a godox media smith appreciate the feedback helps a lot um got a demo reel website business cards online presence just need um to increase frequency and gotta attract clients okay 
You want to get where they're looking. Now that your trap is together, you got to get where they're looking. SEO will help you with that. Paid Google advertisement will help you with that. On the page on flashfilmacademy.com, when you look under gear and services, there are some guys that I use from Fiverr that will set up your Google advertising campaign and you can just add budget to it every month and boom, bang, pow. I know I and, I, and I went with them for SEO, a different group that's listed on there for SEO for my Squarespace page. And, and I haven't done much advertisement and my junk was blowing up. I'm telling people no right now. I'm telling people no right now during COVID. Like, yep, you're not spending five, six grand. I'm not coming to see you. Sorry. Godox is the truth. I purchased the SLB6W with a softbox. I like the SLB6W. I also have the battery version of that, which uses the batteries from the Godox AD600. I love it. Ty, as a young black teen, how can I go to shoots um, and brands take me serious? I know I should wear clothes with my logo on it. Any advice? Yes. Your appearance is everything. Your appearance is everything, young black man. Um, if it's a job that you've booked, you need to build your brand. If you go to my website, because I'm in the South, and I'm just going to be real with y'all. My picture is not on my website. When I took my picture off my website, my sales went up 30%. That's why the name is Ty and not Tyrone. Tyrone, all we know what's up. But Ty, hey. I answered the phone like this. Hey, it's Ty. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, we can come out and shoot that for you. And when I get there, they're like, where is Ty? I'm like, I'm Ty. So it is what it is, but build your brand. Let your brand represent you. You don't care what color the owner, you don't care what color the owner of Coca-Cola is. You don't care what color the owner of IBM is because their brand built them. So you got to do what you got to do. You're right. Um, Build your brand though. Get your, get your polos with your, get your uniform together, right? Look at plumbers and service industries in your area and build your brand like they build their brand. You know, do what you got to do. So white, so white, white customer service voice, big bet. Hey, you got to play the game. It's just being professional, right? If you get at you, if you're good at your work, nobody will care what color you are. Don't, don't use it as a, don't use it. Don't let it prevent you from being great. I'll say it like that. Um, don't let it, don't let, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to hinder yourself mentally because of what you think you don't have. Take advantage of what you have and work hard to be great. Understand the game, understand business, and then build something to be successful at the game. Everybody got to play the game, no matter what color you are. No matter where you're from, you got to you born into the game, you got to play it. Focus on being good at the game. Don't focus on what you didn't get, what, what hand you were dealt. Nope, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. A lot of people get lost looking down. Don't look down. Look up. So um, how do you come up with my brand with, with, with the brand name? My brand name, I did photo and video. So flash was for photo, film was for video and media. Um, I would come up with something unique. Something the more unique your name is, the easier it is for you to get SEO. Right? If you come up for John Smith photography, it's probably 20 of them. It's hard for you to come up with that. When companies like Twitter came about and they just made up a name, Twitter meant nothing on the internet before Twitter. It was easy for them to jump to the top. Fun film, looking out on the super chat. When I show up with a white van and dirty painted clothes with drywall mud over me, I get any price. <laughs> or people run. That That is, I, 
Fun film, you owe me a picture of that so I can post it and post that in the group, please. I really want you to blow up, but your secrets in the industry are too good. I want them to stay a secret. I think, I don't know. I think that's why people don't share it. Um, these are secrets that every, you can, I can get 10 people and I can have them apply the same method. And they all, if, if they got 10 different issues, they will go in 10 different directions and still make the same thing they would have made if I would have just told one of them. So, you know, there's so much content money coming and so much out there now. You you can't, I can't build an army fast enough to fight the content, to not fight, but to create the content that's needed. I couldn't, there's not enough people that, that want to be technical with cameras. There's not enough people who don't think cameras just point and click. There's not enough people that want to be a technician to understand light and understand the importance of telling a story to go to, to saturate the market. There are a lot of people that think this is easy money and they just want to do it because they think it's easy and they think they like it. Those people won't be successful no matter what. It's the people that want to get dirty and learn and love this that will be successful. Not the people that's like, oh, it's cool if I take some pictures. A lot of people don't, they don't value photography, right? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like, like why I love photography, right? I, I'm capturing a moment. I'm capturing a memory, right? I'm capturing something that if I don't capture it, you will forget about it. How important is that? That's really important. You ever, like, there is no better feeling for me to know, pull out old pictures and be like, dog, I almost forgot about this. And you're looking at pictures in the background in the house and how things was, and you're looking at how young stuff, and you're like, wow, I forgot all about this. There's no greater feeling for me than to bust out a video that a family member forgot. And they like, dang, I, I remember this day. So memories are something that we think we have until we're proven wrong. You are the, the capturer, the creator. You are the person to capture that, that information, that memory. You are as important as the people who wrote the Bible. You are that, that, that person. So I look at it that deeply. Red Base Media, what's going on? We're looking on the Super Chat. What's going on, Ty? Saw the EOS R video. Sony really needs to uh, toss you that bag. They ain't going to do it. I got to reach 100,000, 200,000 subscribers. They ain't going to do it. It's all good, though. I'm, 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 I'm going to get it either way. So um, my first name is Ernest. I'm an electrician by day. Um, and I'd be surprising them every time I show up to the job site. They expect the old white man. Ernest, you got to do what you got to do. You you know, the thing is, when you're good at what you do, people will spend money with anybody. I don't care if they love you, hate you, don't think about you. If you if you a beast at it, they're going to spend the money with you. That's all you can focus on, bro. That's all you can focus on. No matter where you come from, and this is whatever color you are, right? Everybody, everybody as humans, we tend to look at our faults and we tend to victimize ourselves. Oh, I got this. I only came up with that. I grew up on this side of the train tracks. Some people got money and like, oh, I had a silver spoon. I never worked. People tend to victimize themselves with everything. And screw all that. Look forward. One of the greatest quotes by one of our great scholars, Andre 3000, said, spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. That means as you soar and go in life, you cannot. Things that move that fast don't have a rearview mirror. Stop looking at where you came from and look at where you're going. Period. That goes for everybody. 
So get your bag. It's it's a it's a great opportunity. Camera look, camera technology is cheap and good. Everybody needs video. All these companies need got social media and they need a new video per day. They need video for their website. They need video for their app. They need video for the commercial. They need video to play on the screens in the bathrooms. Everybody needs content. It's a great time to be alive. It's you are a drug dealer in the 80s right now. It's perfect. So Go and get your bag. It's, it's there for the taking. You just got to want it. Go and get your bread. Thinking of buying one of your courses and starting to implement it in your business, which one would you suggest to get first? I always suggest the um, five key steps for creating an, an effective portfolio that converts. That's the course that changed my life. What pants or shorts do you wear on shoots? Um, we're built similar, so I don't want to know. I want to know what's comfy in these streets. <laughs> okay, Daniel, great example. Um, real quick, I like um like khaki style pants, but there is like a material that's like a okay. Listen, if you go to Walmart, Wrangler got a material that's like a waterproof, um, wrinkle proof material. It's not like khakis, but it's shaped like khakis, like cargos. Those are my favorite. They got a lot of pockets. I could put batteries. They're 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 breezy. They're good. That's what you go with. Now, summertime, since you're the boss, you can go with their shorts. It's up to you. UPS got shorts. Why can't I do what you got to do? So um, I thought about all the great secrets being. Wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. Uh, I thought I read that. Okay. I thought about all the great. Um, where is it? Oh, great secrets being given on this channel. But it takes a lot to put everything into action and actually do the work. Sounds easy, but it's hard. Work is 20 to 50 percent. Oh, it's hard work. 20 to 25 percent will put in work. You're absolutely correct. Some people are entertained with the idea of growth. Some people are ignited. They move with the idea of growth. I know friends that read six and seven um motivational books i'm like damn bro how much motivation do you need you eating ramen noodles i don't need no more motivation i need to learn how to do it i, I got enough motive some people are just motivational hungry guys they just need all the motivation in the world to make decisions and do stuff i'm not like that i need to learn how to do it i'm already motivated so be careful you may be one of these guys I read 10, 10X and go from broke to rich. I read $4 work. Okay, how much motivation do you need to be want to get money? To want to get a bag and not, you know, and be able to have the freedom to pay your bills and be you. I'm not saying you got to be some old mean, rich, you know, evil guy. But gosh, don't you want to pay off everything? And, and get your, let your kids get whatever they want? Get whatever you want. I, there's nothing, as a father, there's nothing better than saying, get whatever you want. Get, go get it. Them the shoes, you get whatever you want. You want that shirt? Don't 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 pick between one or the other. Get them both. Get, I'm not filthy rich, but gosh, that feels good as a dad. I never got that. I was like, pick one, put it in a little way. So I'm just saying. Thank you for your great advice. Since I come across your page, I've been more conscious about how I'm running the business, even got the contract back. Good looking out. Listen, I just, you know, this, this is things like these are, I talk about this all day and every day, right? The reason I got a YouTube channel and the reason I love coming live, because my friends are probably tired of hearing about it, but here I get to help people. So I love it. 
Andres Perez, what shoes do you recommend on long shoots? Don't go with nothing cute. Get you some good old, I got like um, Reebok Zig Techs. They're just built for running and walking. Take care of your feet. Anybody over 30, you can't be you can't be rocking the nice J's no more. They're not functional. They dope. You're going out. But you better go get you some uh, Velcros. Now you ain't got to get Velcros, but you can get like some Skechers or something. Don't be out here looking cute. And your feet looking like this in your shoe, your feet just like these. You take that boy out, it's like, get you some, get you some. I got I got custom insoles made. Um, but take care of your feet. After end of jobs, what's next book you recommend? Per, my personal MBA? Definitely. End of jobs is, there's no way you could read end of jobs and come out of that the same. The end of jobs is the type of book that just it makes you you ever like you the first time you watched the Matrix when you left the movie theater, you were like, Are we in the Matrix? Like, is this real? When you finish reading End of Jobs, you're gonna be like, Wow. What in the world is going on? Everything they said was coming has come in the last year. End of jobs is scary accurate. Yes. Dream Vision Productions. If you if listen, End of Jobs is a book that the book that talk about the future of working, right? If you if you go don't don't get the paper book, get the audio book or the, or the audible version, because the audible version was recorded after the paper book was written, and he go off script so much, and he's like pause, hey this just happened if you check blah blah blah, and that's why I said okay back to the script he go off script so much, and you're like dude this guy is like psychic or something, but everything he's calling is coming like everything he said. Is uh is is coming? Um, Media Smith says definitely worth it. Goes off the script a lot with invaluable information. Little and let me give you an example of things he called for those who are just who are not book people or don't think about it. In the book, he talks about how industries that have not had major change will change overnight. Right? Boom! You wake up, you're gone, and you're like, well, I don't know how accurate that is. And then he used an example: cab drivers. If you've been a cab driver, it's remained the same for 40 or 50 years. You pick up a phone, you call a dispatch, a dispatch call a cab that's close. They pick you up, you pay, you drop, you get dropped off. Cool. So one day everything's working, everybody's there, and then Uber appears in your area. And the cab phone calls stop ringing. Just like that, your career is over with. You're done. Don't nobody care about a yellow cab no more. Unless you're in Manhattan somewhere. Everybody's Ubering and lifting everywhere. Ten years ago, it was not cool to upload your video or your picture to the Internet in fear of strangers finding you and coming after you. And now you're getting in the car with strangers and they're riding in the back of their car. Just ten years ago, you you were telling your kids or your parents were telling you, don't get in the car, don't get in that van. If the car is facing this way, run this way. And now you're happy to get in the back of a car with a person. Uber. Things change. That book talks about that. End of Jobs is one of my favorite books. It's not my favorite book. So Adidas boots are great for long standing on your feet. I used to work eight hours. It depends how old you are. When you get over a certain age, your, uh, your, your feet do something totally different. Your analogy last night about Tesla and Ford is how Sony isn't an old, as old as Canon, but still better video camera. Um, Canon got to me. As soon as I find the money, I'm switching thanks to you. Um, let me get to that. The book is called End of Jobs, Carlos. 
we we live in an industry where we live in a world where it's it's tradition to think that the guys who've been doing it forever will continue to make great products forever, right? Some guy posted Canon Canon is made better. It got better parts than a Sony. Yeah, right. They're both made in probably the same place. Like that is that is old school thinking. You you buy this you this Honda is no, it don't work like that no more. It don't work like that no more. Sony came out of nowhere and pretty much created the mirrorless industry. Nobody didn't care about mirrorless industries. And I'm gonna tell you if you really, really do your research, Sony had some dope DSLRs that people slept on. They had some dope DSLRs that got no love because people were so Nikon Sony crazy. So they said, you know what? We're going to beat y'all to the chase. We're going to start working on mirrorless cameras because we know the industry is going smaller and we're going to beat you to the punch. And that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. And now everybody's playing catch up. And all the guys who say mirrorless will never replace a DSLR, the same guys that were saying uh, digital will never replace film, you smoking. Where is film now? Go 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 to your store and ask them, say you want to buy, I want to buy some film. They're going to look at you like, what? I don't even know if we got, where do we find, I don't even think about it. So it's something to think about. There's always a new guy who's hungrier, more ambitious, ambitious than the stagnant old guy who's been doing it the same way for years. Good looking out, Carlos. You're absolutely correct. There's always disruptors, right? If it wasn't for T-Mobile, you'd still be signing a two-year contract for your phones right now. T-Mobile was like, nah, bro, we're getting rid of that. Now everybody got rid of it. T-Mobile said, we're going to make unlimited for one price, $50. What? Remember, Nextel had unlimited for $99. You was paying $150 a month for unlimited. T-Mobile was the disruptor that came out of nowhere. It's a bunch of other small companies that came together and got rid of that. It's always a disruptor that steps up. If Canon would have never gave you an 8K camera if it wasn't for Sony. Camera would, Canon would have never gave you an 8K camera if it wasn't for Sony. Canon would have probably never even given you 4K on a camera if it wasn't for Sony. They wouldn't have did it. So how is the camera? Like, I don't, the expectations for Canon is, it's crazy. They they barely gave you 4K. So you mean to tell me after two, three cameras of giving you 4K, they was ready to double that? After two, three cameras of 4K, they only gave you their they only gave you the 5D Mark IV, the 1DX, which the 1DX is great, and two baby mirrorless cameras worth the 4K. And then they was ready to jump to to 8K? No. Sony gave you Sony gave you 4K on a sub $1,500 camera a long time ago. They gave you the 60, it was 6,200, the 6,400, the 6,500. They gave you 4K a long time ago. They gave you about eight bodies, nine bodies that was 4K. So yeah, they can go to 8K. They went through the overheating experience before. They went through what Canon is now going through. So of course their camera is going to be better because this is what they do. Canon 90D, thoughts? Uh, it's okay. It's all right. I still go get an A6500 over that. Any, any Canon, any Canon below the 5D Mark IV is pretty much, if I'm buying a camera and I want to get something for three, four, five hundred dollars $500, maybe I'm still going to look and see if I can pick up a Sony A6400, A6500 before I buy a, a Canon, uh, 
a Canon DSLR. I'm just going to be honest with you. So Sony, Sony, Sony been doing their thing. And I'm just, bro, I'm just, I just, I'm just shooting it straight with you. I don't care who makes the dope camera. I'm just shooting it straight with you. I'm just keeping it real with you. What do video production companies um, like us actually sell? We sell a solution. We sell a solution um, that is wrapped around or that is within content. That's what we do. Thanks for all your insight, bro. What is your workflow with B-Raw? I love B-Raw. I love B-Raw. I'm going straight into DaVinci Resolve with it. 90D is good for your budget. It's a it's a $1,000 camera. Otherwise, there's better. I, for $1,000, if you gave me $1,000 right now and told me to find a camera, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy the 90D. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to buy the 90D with it. I'm going to buy a A6500, the A6400. I'm not going to buy the 90D. What's the 90D still going for $900? Uh, what's the 90D specs? Let me just pull up the specs. Let's see. Uh, some Digi8 process. Okay, 4K, UHD, 30 frames a second, cropped. I'm still not going for the 90D. I'm going for the A6500. That's just me. A6500 4K is good, good in low light. Autofocus is decent, but it's this big, and I can put it on a $400 gimbal and go move around with it. Compared to the 90D, which is a little bit bigger, I got to get a bigger gimbal. I'm cool with that. Are you planning on getting the Blackmagic 12K? Nope. It's not for me. I'm, I'm not getting the 12K. I want, I'm at a point in my career where I want more dynamic range. I don't want resolution. I see where 12K comes into play. I guarantee you Blackmagic gives us another camera in between the 12K I guarantee you they give us an 8K Ursa. I guarantee you it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen within the next year, between now and NAB. They're going to give us an 8K Ursa with a, with a dumb amount of dynamic range. That 8K, that 12K is just, it's for people doing special effects. Super high end. They probably don't sell a kajillion of them, but it's super high end. If I have $1,000, you're right. I'm buying an A6500, a Sigma 30 to uh, f1.4, hands down. I'm buying an A6500 and an 18 to 35 f1.8. So, yeah, I'm a pure Canon shooter. C200 and two 5D Mark IVs. I say Sony been killing the game. I agree. I, I was a super Canon guy. I was a super Canon guy. Fun Film says 12K makes you super ugly no matter how good you look. <laughs> I agree with that. That's true. All right, let me ask you a few more questions. Let me get ready to roll. Getting ready to roll. These live sessions have been so useful, man. Hey, it's funny because people who don't catch them live don't sit through them and they forget. Opinions on Sony cameras with Canon adapting lenses. That is the story of my life. That's how I live. I use I buy a lot of EF glass because I use it on Blackmagic and Canons and Sony's. That's just that's just what I do. Um, great for video. A little bit difficult for fast-paced photography. If I'm doing fast-paced photography, and I really, I would go by. I used to have a Sony 70 to 200. Great for fast-paced photography. When you use a 70 to 200, you're usually getting something that is in range or or of range, and you need something fast 
That's the only place I would buy a lens that's not adapted to that body. Everything else, wide, you don't really need super fast focusing on wide. I'm going to adapt it. I'm, I'm going to adapt it. That's just me. That's just me. So um, what areas, example, real estate, corporate, have you worked in that you feel like it's harder to deal with than any? Weddings. Weddings. I was a combat photographer. I'd take that over being a wedding photographer again. Weddings were rough. Um, Weddings are, weddings are, yeah. Weddings are rough. Um, Let me see. Trump just posted that he plans on banning TikTok from America. Microsoft also is also in works or thinking about buying TikTok. So that's some, keep that in mind. Do you offer drone footage? What drone do you use? And do you get FAA certified? Definitely get FAA certified. If you're going to make money with your drone, I have a few different drones. I got, um, I got a phantom. I got, um, the one I've been using a lot is the, uh, gosh, the Mavic air, the little bitty Mavic air 4k that little, I can fly it through stuff. I've been using that. I use, I use that a lot. In fact, I don't want to always um, bust out a phantom or or inspire just to record something for a client that's pretty quick and simple. So, something to think about. Why are messages being retracted? What if you need to monitor sound? Uh, D ninety still bad? Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying if you got a D ninety, you can you can kill a game with it. I'm just saying, if you have the cash, don't go buy one. If you got one, it's cool. It's like it's like being married. If you got a good wife, figure it out, make it work. If you ain't married yet, don't go get married to that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Can you slow down um, a Mavic Mini footage? 4K at 30, so not really. You can shoot 10, 10, 1080p at 120 frames a second. Do you think Black Magic should make a drone? They can put their color science in it um, in, in the Air Force filmmakers. I don't. I, I drone Getting in a drone business requires a whole different ball game of employees that they need to bring aboard. GoPro found that out the hard way. They found it out the hard way. Nah. I think if anything, you will shoot and log, and then you'll add a, a LUT to help try to get that color science. Am I picking up the A7S three? I don't know, man. I think so. Oh, drones. I'm using, I got Phantom um, and Mavic Air. Phantom and Mavic Air are my two go-to drones. There, but see, let me give you an example. Let's talk about the drone industry for a minute, right? Because the drone industry is, what DJI is experiencing is what would happen if we didn't have the war between Canon and Sony and a little bit of Panasonic and a little bit of Nikon, right? Nobody's competing with, with, with DJI. That's why the Phantom has been the same Phantom for the last like four years. They've just added little things. When it was a fight for who was going to be the number one drone company, you see big jumps between the Phantom 1, the Phantom 2, and the Phantom 3. Big jumps in technology. You don't see that no more because they've killed their competition. Nobody else is making drones, really. A bunch of no-name companies, a bunch of Kickstarters, they can just sit back and release BS for the next... 20 years, kind of like what happened with Intel before AMD came around. Intel released BS chips 
This is the Intel MMX technology. This one has DX3 technology. And then AMD showed up and started kicking butt, and now they had to go neck and neck. You know, so with great competition, we as the we as the users, we win. There is no great competition for DJI right now. So they get to release BS for the next, they get to release whatever they want. Little incremental updates instead of big updates. So something to think about. Um, I like the air. I got the air one. I don't have the air two. I didn't have a reason. To, I mean, my drone shoot 4k 30. I, I don't have a reason to go. I do like the one inch sensor. I was hoping to see, um, I like the one inch sensor than when it just came out with the phantom. But if I do make a jump in drone, it's probably going to be the inspired two. I've rented them. I've played with them. I love them, but I don't have, we don't do a lot. Of, most of the drone work I do for corporate shots is like get a shot of the building. Get a nice shot of somebody walking in, some B-roll. I'm not doing a lot of A-roll with a drone. So it's you don't really, I'm not spending $10,000 for a drone. Nah. Um, let's see. No stopped up. Give me a second. Let's see. What was another question real quick? And then I'm out. Yeah, the, the the camera war is it's a great thing. Take advantage of it. The A7S3, I really like it. But if I buy it, something got to go. I got too many cameras. I got one, two, three, four over there. I got two over here. I got another two over there. Some got to go. However, that is a great camera to take to take the place of a lot of cameras. Um, it's a great camera to take the place. It can. It has the the color the uh dynamic range of my Ursa and can take pictures. As good as my A7R4 minus the resolution. I don't need a 42 megapixel picture. I'm not delivering that to nobody. So it could replace some cameras and it's small. I can fit it in my back pocket. The batteries last forever. They're fairly cheap. I can rig it up to be whatever. It's hard to say no to cameras like that. Um, Which cameras do I own? I own a Canon C100, which I'm using now. So people say, oh, you don't like Canon. I'm using a Canon. Canon C100. Um, I have an A7R3. I have a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K. I have a Ursa Mini G1. I have a black the original Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera. Um, I got a DJI uh, Osmo. I feel like I'm missing something. And probably one or two other cameras that I'm not even mentioning. I forgot. So yeah. Um. Somebody asked a question about a prediction. Whatever prediction on the A7 4 and the A7 um 3S replacement. Okay, good question. Um I think I think all of Sony's next go-round cameras, they're going to offer probably 6K. If not 8K, but it's going to be like 10 bit. It's not going to be as full-blown raw like you're getting out the S. I remember last time I, I told you guys that my prediction was the A7S3 was going to be 4 or 6K, and the A7S4 is going to be 8K, and they were going to be released together. They weren't released together, but I still think they're going to stagger them like that. Um, now, do you have a different package depending on what camera you use? Nope. I shoot mostly everything with my Ursa. I give you full quality, and then I have smaller cameras, really, because hobby-wise, or just like them or they're easier to put in certain situations. My C100 is better for YouTube 
because it's easier to grade. I got great audio. I can throw it in anybody's hand and they can get good footage. Um, my A7R um, threes are mostly for photography purposes, though I like the full frame video aspect. Um, I am a filmmaker. I like to shoot films, and that's what the Black Magic Pocket is really for. I do use it for corporate use as a B camera to my Ursa, but I'm a filmmaker. I like to shoot movies, um, and that's why I went with those cameras. What's my take on Osmo Pocket for vlogging? Um, I would say it's in the top. I love the Osmo Pocket. I love it. It is a beast of a camera. It is it is dope. It is super dope. So, um, I think I just got sold on adding Sony to the lineup for a new workhorse. A sixty. Do you want to go sixty five hundred or A seven S two? Go A seven S two. The low light will blow you away. How much? Oh, how do you match colors in post? I use DaVinci Resolve. I use DaVinci Resolve. The mastermind is coming. I'm working on some tools. It may get pushed back to like third quarter though, but it's coming. I, I want my goal with that, like I said, is to make sure I don't want to I want to give you something in order that will take you from one place to another. If I can't do that, it, it's it's fella. So I'm trying to make sure I implement tools and not just video. So I want to make sure you got that. Would you get an R5 for stills? Nope. If I wanted to do stills, I would get an A7. Um, I would get an A7 R4. Higher megapixels. So, um, you know, I don't really need 6K. I'm cool with 4K. I'm cool with 4K at 120. That's more than enough for what I need. So, which ones do I use for corporate? I use a lot of black magics for corporate. I just like to look skin tones. Talk about color grading for darker skins, please. Um, okay. For darker skins, it's not really about the color grading as much as it is about the lighting, right? Making sure you have good lighting. I'm using a mixture of lights to help, you know, help me a little bit with some color. It's about lighting. Hair lights are very important when you when you film people of color because our hair is darker. And usually I have a hair light on and I'll cut it on so you can see the difference. That's a little more hair light to separate me from the background, but I like how dark the background is here. If I was doing it for a shoot for somebody, I would definitely have this on, which I got a remote for, uh, what's this remote? Godox. I got a remote um, back there that I would use to uh, be my, my hair light. I don't even think I'm doing the right thing. Let me make sure I'm in the right, okay. Let me go back to that. But I would usually have a hair light. And it's not working. Oh, there it is. Okay. So I would usually have a hair light when I'm doing it professionally, but here I got it off. Think about switching to a MacBook Pro from a PC for photography. Your thoughts, you can't go wrong with a MacBook. So have you shot the masterclass? And if so, any quick tips? The masterclass is mostly shot. There's little things I'm adding to it. I'm running past, I'm running it past a few people. What lights do I own? That's a long list of lights. I own a lot of lights. Gosh, I probably own, I own a lot of lights. I got Aperture 1K flat panels. I probably own, I own a lot of gear. I probably got fifty, sixty thousand dollars worth of gear. I got 14 foot cranes, jibs, dolly sliders, track dollies. I probably got three different sliders. I got, I got a lot of gear. 
I got too much gear. Like, like I got a lot of gear. My gear has, it's a lot of gear. Yeah. I, I'm not even going, I got a lot of gear. Do I think the R6 will save Canon? That's a great question. Yes. Um, because Canon guys who are diehard Canon guys just need a reason to hold on. And the R6 is just a reason to hold on. It's, you know, I get with that video, I get a lot of comments from people like, oh, you know, you haven't, you don't know. I'm like, yo, Canon is telling you it's overheating. Canon is telling you you can only use it for 20 minutes. Like, like there are people there saying once you power the, com the camera on and switch it into 8K mode, a timer starts. So if you're fixing somebody and then you hit record and 10 minutes is already passed, you only got another 10 minutes of recording. And then the camera is going to shut off or require that you switch to a different mode. Like that is... You can't use that as a workhorse. So, something to think about. Should I get rid of white balance and have black balance instead? Nope. You definitely want a white balance when you're shooting people of color. You want a white balance for anybody. So, how many projects have you had since the start of the pandemic? Quite a few. I've turned down a lot, though. I've only accepted really big jobs. I don't, I've turned down everything that was smaller. Um, and it's crazy because my phone is blowing up. How do you find employees? Are they full-time? I usually use a lot of contractors. Um, and I, I find them on Indeed, Thumbtack, like I said earlier, HoneyBook. Too much gear that you have. You want to do it? Sell some, flash sale. I'm not doing a flash sale. I will probably do some giveaways, though. I will be doing some giveaways soon. I'm trying to work that out with everybody that wants me to review stuff. I want to be able to give it away to you guys. Because I don't, sometimes I don't, most times I don't need it. Like I got, how many Wireless devices can I have? How many sliders can I use? I, I try to give it away. Um, I just don't understand why they would release an R5. Like it seemed like business suicide. Okay. You have to understand the position at which Canon was in, right? Canon was getting beat in their own game. Canon is they are they they are the face of photography or have been for 20 years. They are getting beat at their own game and they're getting beat by a company that's not afraid of pushing boundaries for Canon. That's difficult because Canon has 15 cameras, right? Canon has 15 freaking cameras and they, and what Canon messed up is they don't come out in a row. You know what I'm saying? You may get a 7D Mark II, then you get a 5D Mark III, then you get a C200, then you get a 1DX. And because of that, because of that, when they give you the 5D Mark V, which is not coming out, but let's say they drop the 5D Mark V today, right? Traditionally, it can't be better than the old 1DX that's already been out. What they should have done is start with the new 1DX and then work their way down. Start with the new 1DX and work, but they don't. So the new 5D Mark V got to be good, but it can't take away from 1DX Mark III sales, which will be two-year-old technology. You know what I'm saying? After some time, like, then they come out with a C500, and the C500 is dope, and it's a year old, and then they come out with a C200. And even though everybody didn't switch to 4K, 6K, that C200 can't be better than that newer, that older C500 until they refresh the C500. So then they refresh the C500, but it can't be better than the C700 that came out three years. You know what I'm saying? So they, they limit themselves with that. And because they have a separate lineup, they want you to buy. Canon has said for years, you want to shoot video, buy a cinema camera. If you want to shoot photo, buy a photo camera. 
we're not really in the business of giving you both. And that's been their stance until Canon, who only got a handful of cinema cameras, like they got stuff that's way up there. And then they got like the five, the, um, the FS five FS seven. They got two cameras in that area. And then the rest is mirrorless. Right. So they can, they can jump step a few. Cause they're coming out with, you know, with, with a lot, unless they're getting up to their Venice cameras. Canon just got too many cameras. It's the 60D, the 90D, the 70D, the 20D, the, the 6D, the 7D. It's too many. It's too many DSLs. The Rebels, and they got too many lines of cameras. They need to simplify it. And that's what Sony did. They simplified it. A7 lineup. You either got the R for photos, you got the S for videos, you got the 7 in the middle, combination of both. The A9s, which is right now is just sports if they want to do a high-end kill all 8k they can come out with the a9s or they want to do a high megapixel fast sport camera they can come out with the a9r and now you know so it makes more sense i don't understand why canon did it um i'm i have no inside track on the company uh, i think that they they were pressured by fanboys to, to swing and they gambled and i hope it pays off for them uh, because I love the brand, I love the company, and I would, you know, I love Canon products. They just buck for buck, pound for pound, haven't given me a reason to go buy their bodies yet. Um, and you know, I I would I love to test them and have friends here that work for Canon. They Canon um, sponsored one of my short films back in the day. They let me get all kind of gear. They literally were like, "What do you want? C five hundreds? Take it. Not to keep, but to use." So I love Canon as a brand, as a company. Um, I just think that they are listening to the wrong people sometimes. And it's it's crazy to imagine that with a company that big, but it happens. Um, I, I think Blackmagic have done what Sony just did a year ago. It would have killed the market. Technically, they did. The Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera gives you everything the A7S gives you without, without autofocus and, and less dynamic range. The pocket cinema camera with autofocus and 15 stops at dynamic range is the A7S. Straight up. But the difference is the A7S got a full frame sensor. That shallow depth of field is going to look real nice compared to a micro four thirds. So Blackmagic has kind of done the, the Blackmagic pocket cinema camera. The 4K was a complete disruptor, game changer, game over. Those things were hot. But what Blackmagic don't want to do is be the first to market and then have it be a bad product. They've done that before. Their, their, their um, production 4K cameras weren't that great, in my opinion. Could you get a good image out of them? Yes, if you push and pulled, and they were just hard to shoot with. I bought two of them, so I know. They were like, we're going to take our time with this. Their big Ursa, the 4K version, wasn't that hot? The, the, the mini Ursa, the regular 4K version, was trash money. The 4.6 was a whole lot better. By then, they started to develop their own sensors or at least having more input into what was being done. And, and they listened to people. Hey, we can't put out this trash. We can't promise you a camera in June and not start shipping it until December. That's unacceptable. For us to stay alive, we need to solve that. And they have. Um, they, they've done a great job at doing it. Canon is, they're just listening to the wrong people. They're listening to, people on the internet and they're listening to the comment section or you got to realize this too. A lot of people you follow on YouTube don't do this for a living, right? They don't talk about business cause they don't do this for a living. They like cameras and they go take pictures and it's cool to get videos and stuff and pretty pictures and stuff. And that's all dope, but their livelihood don't depend on their camera. 
right? They just it just don't. They they probably got day jobs or something. They don't they don't live and die off a camera body. When people live and die off a camera body, what they ask for is is they're not asking for 8K. They're asking for functionality in a workhorse. They're asking to, they're asking to cut this thing on and film a whole eight hour session without a hiccup or a black screen or something. That's why a lot of like people like you can get all this with if you use Magic Lantern on your Canon. Yeah, but Magic Lantern on my Canon wasn't reliable enough for me to take it on a paid job and live and die off of it. That's what I need. I need functionality and I need something that's going to make it. I don't need something that's going to give me 8K. I need a 4K workhorse. And Sony listened to them people. Canon didn't. And Canon, they got to they gotta lay in that bed they made. I don't know what the future holds. But, you know, they've been, they've been, people say, oh, it's not a video camera. It does way more than that, man. Anytime you ask Canon about that camera, they spit out 8K, 8K, 8K. That was the first specs to so-called leak. Canon's working on an 8K camera. Canon's working on an 8K camera. We get the 8K camera and get 20 seconds of freaking 8K. Well, well, damn, I need more than this. I can't, you know, a 5D Mark III, I can go to work with. Maybe a 5D Mark IV as well. I can take it to work. I can grind it. When I was in the military, they give you two 5D Mark III's. You get two 5D Mark III's, you get your 9mm, you get your A, your M4, you, you locked and loaded. I knew if I, you know, whatever, I got my cameras, I'm good, they're weather sealed, blah, blah, blah. Batteries are good, I'm ready to go. I can't say that about the new one because I don't want to be somewhere with the military in Afghanistan in a mountain trying to film something and it's overheating. And I'm there to collect time-sensitive, top-secret data. And my camera's like, please stand by. I, I can't have that. So this is a bad Sony Canon made. They got to lay in it. I mean, it is what it is. They gambled on the hype instead of building a workhorse that Canon has been known to build. Their C100 is a workhorse. You can go get one now. You don't even got to get the Mark II. You can get the Mark I. That bad boy will do stuff for you. It's a workhorse. Now all of a sudden, we're not building workhorses no more. We're building flashy stuff just to be cool. That's not canon. That's not canon. So, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, um, Black Magic need Ibis. Not for, not for as long as they have the word cinema in front of their camera, they don't. Ibis is not something. Let me embody embody stabilization is not something that cinema camera cinema filmmakers need. They have gimbals for that. I don't. I don't because because Ibis will backfire on you and give you that wobbly looking. I don't want that. Sometimes you want a rough shot. What if you're filming something and it's hectic? I want that rough shot. I want that camera shake. I don't want smooth, perfect footage all the time. I don't want the digital crop. I don't want that. I want what the camera gets because I can put it on a gimbal and get as smooth as I like, or I can shake it up. And you know what I'm saying? I don't want something in between where I'm trying to shake it up and it's telling me, no, no, no. I don't want that. So um, just love how Sony let Canon have the limelight for a few months with all the hype leading up to the release. And they dropped the nuke on Canon after all the overheating at camera issues. Yep. That's exactly what they did. It's a business move. It's a business move. So people want to build a, a, a Porsche, not an F-350. Yep. You got to, Canon and Canon's like the F-150s. They're workhorses. They're F-350s. They're workhorses. You know what I mean? No, nah, they just put a spoiler on it and put a put a turbo sticker on it and messed it up. 
anyway, let me get ready to wrap. We're almost at two hours. I just wanted to pop on here and do a late night live. For those, because I know every time I come on live, just like earlier, people are like, where's the promo code? Where's the promo code? All right. That's the promo code. You got the promo code. Boom. Everything you need. Um, Hayabusa or R900. I'm a bigger guy. I like Hayabusa's. The R900 is a beast. That's a hard decision. I don't know. I like the older Hayabusa's. I do like the new uh, double R's though. Today, new, brand new, I'm probably going to do double R. Back in like 2010, 11, I'm going to do Hayabusa. So, all right, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap. Listen, the normal live days are Tuesday, 1 o'clock Central, Thursdays, 9 o'clock. No, 7 o'clock, not 9. I got stuff to do. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap. It's Friday night. I know y'all want to get back to the Netflix. I know y'all want to get back to chilling and doing your thing. Your girl probably looking at you like you're crazy. So I'm going to let y'all do your thing. Fun film, got to get back to your wife. So I hope I was able to help you guys grow a little bit. That's my job every time I power this thing on. How did I come up with my logo? I had 99 designs help me with it. She said she waiting. Y'all enjoy y'all night. Be safe. Wear your mask. Do your thing. Let me play that sound effect one more time. This is what happens when you, when you don't wear your mask. Yeah, I'm using the hell out of that. Anyway, y'all stay safe. I will see y'all in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.